Welcome to the Busy Pastor Podcast. My name is Greg Gibson. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Trent Stewart, the lead pastor at Foothills Church. And today we are continuing our conversation on leading volunteers. Episode 23 of the Busy Pastor Podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who continues to listen to the Busy Pastor Podcast. Uh, Welcome to all of our new listeners. We are continuing our conversation on uh, volunteers and a volunteer strategy and leading volunteers in the life of our church. Mm -hmm. So Trent, uh, we talked uh, all last episode about recruiting and onboarding. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about training and equipping volunteers. Yeah. And so let's begin with just the high-level overview. Yeah. What does that look like at Foothills Church? So we talked about kind of that recruiting part, and then we talked about, okay, when someone comes and says, yes, uh, I am ready to serve, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And so for us, that first contact would lead to then a vision meeting, and that would be a, a 20 to 30-minute conversation, overview of the ministry, getting to know them a little bit, handing them the ministry packet, the ministry packet outlines what they're doing, time, the commitment that they're giving, uh, when it starts, when it ends, uh, qualifications, uh, some skills that they need to have. Uh, All of that is kind of in that ministry packet. They take that, they fill it out. Uh, We'll do background checks and necessary ministries. So if you're going to be a shepherd, if you're going to be in kids ministry, student ministry, uh, you're going to uh, get a background check. And then once they fill that out, background check comes out uh, good. Now they go to what we would call first look. And the first look is a behind the scenes tour of the ministry. So if it's student ministry, they come on Wednesday nights and the coach, not a pastor, So the coach is a volunteer. The coach will take them on that tour and show Mm. them this. Uh, The coach would walk them through what shepherding looks like. The coach would walk them through what production looks like or whatever it is and give them that first look of, of, okay, this is what it is behind the scenes. And and, uh, from there, uh, we uh, have, this is all, you know, leaning on the coach, leaning on the ministry director, uh, giving thumbs up as they talk talk to other ministry leaders and coaches about this person. Hey, is this person going to be good? Is this person skilled? Is this person a good fit? Okay, okay, okay. All right, now if that person gets the go-ahead, okay, we we need you on the team. We want you on the team. You're going to be best suited for this team, and we Mm -hmm. don't need to direct them into a different uh, lane. Now they go through the training. And so the training is, is ongoing, but one of the first things that they do is what we call basics level one. And basics level one are going to be three, two to three videos that they watch on their own time. That gives them exactly what the title is, the basics, right? <laughs> Here's what you need. We've already taken you through the first look. Uh, we've already taken you through kind of the behind the scenes. Now, this is the basics of what you need. And so, you know, these are anywhere from, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops training about that specific area, Okay. After they, they, we know when they watch the video, it kind of clicks mm-hmm. and, and, and it uh, un, you know, uh, notifies that they've done that. Now they come to what we call their first serve. This is their first service opportunity uh, for this potential volunteer to shadow a group of people. Mm-hmm. And so as they are shadowing, they are learning, we are getting to know them better. They're under a more seasoned volunteer. So now that person is showing them exactly how to do this. And you know, for two Sundays, this volunteer is helping this person um, understand what it looks like 
And so as they do that, they're learning and they are getting everything that they need to know on those first couple of days. After that, then they have what we call their first serve debrief. And so this is, you know, after a few days, uh, the ministry director or the coach will then reach out to them, debrief them on, hey, 30 minute, how'd it go? What do you think? What'd you learn? What do you don't, what do you not like? Or what, what did you see? Or what, whatever it is. And they have a debrief of their uh, experience. And if that goes well, now all of a sudden, now it's official. We've had plenty of hoops that they've jumped through. We've seen them work. They're, you know, our ministry leaders have seen them. The people they're serving with have seen them. That's kind of the last step. And if all everybody's given a thumbs up at that point, now they're scheduled then to serve for their first time. And, and so then they're released to do that. Of course, after they've watched that basics level one uh, to kind of equip them. And so uh, by that point, you know, they have their application, their background check has cleared. Um, they've completed the, the videos. All that has happened. So now we're ready for that. Hey, welcome to the team. And this is when we really expect you to serve and they go for it. And then every ministry has ongoing uh, classes and ongoing training. Um, so wh whether it's once a month, sometimes it's a Zoom call that they do, sometimes it's in person, uh, but it's always ongoing on the job training. So their coach is training them every single Sunday, uh, every time that they are serving, the coach is there to say, hey, you're doing this, don't forget to do this, and hey, let's make sure this. And, and so that's ongoing all the time. Yeah, and, and what you're hearing is the process. You're hearing yeah. the process for, for how we at Foothills uh, recruit, onboard, and then train mm -hmm. volunteers. But, but what I want you to see there is that it's in relationship. All relational. So you, you might be hearing that and you'd be like, oh my goodness, this, it's checkbox after checkbox after checkbox. But remember what you just said a moment ago, Trent, there is a coach walking with them yeah. through this whole process. There's debriefs, uh, you know, after the fact, maybe with the coach or the ministry director, there's opportunities, you know, to be asking questions, to be learning. I mean, it's, it's very relational. Yeah. And, and through that relationship and through these steps, you might think, well, man, I need volunteers now. I can't wait. That's going to take three weeks, maybe four weeks for all that to happen. And yeah. I would just say, if you take your time through this process, then the ones that make it through will stick and they'll be healthier and they'll be better than if you're just trying to gather a bunch of people and get it done. So you, you kind of to get it going, you have to just suck it up and soldier up and just yeah. say, okay, this is, this is how it's going to be. It's going to be rough guys. Yeah. We're going to have to just, you know, bandaid this and work our way through it until we can really start training, recruiting and, and getting the right people onboarded into this place. Yeah. Some, some of the pushback that I've heard in a, a heavier process driven kind of volunteer strategy is that, man, there, there's too many hoops to jump through. By the time they start, by the time they, they end, the momentum's gone, you know, yada, yada, yada. But at Foothills, we've seen quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, you mentioned a moment ago, it helps people get in their, their right design, or you mentioned that last episode. Yeah. But, but what it also, what I've also seen over and over again is that when people commit to the process, they love it. 
Mm-hmm. They, they, they are excited about it. They are thankful for it because we are showing intentionality. We're showing we have a plan, not only for, for Foothills, but mm-hmm. for their design, for their growth, mm-hmm. for an opportunity for them to use the gifts that God has yeah. given to them. And I mean, 10 times out of 10, yeah. it's never here. Oh man, another thing to do? No, yeah. it's, it is always here are the three or four things you got to do. Mm-hmm. And everyone's very thankful, appreciative, and, yeah. and even, I mean, sometimes blown away yeah. by the intentionality that yeah. we're putting on our environments. And so, so a question about basics, does, does every, does every ministry have the same basics, uh, level one, or is it different it's, for, for it's, each one? Yeah, it's all different. And that's just because what, you know, production or music needs is different from what kids needs. And so it's that person, uh, that, that's actually doing that basic level training and deciding what are the basics that they need to have. And, and so, you know, in some of our ministries, all of this is completed and done just, just so guys listening aren't like, you know, too overwhelmed. Like some of our ministries have all of those videos done and they're polished and they're beautiful. And some of them, they're like, they're still working on them. Right. And so that's okay. We're in process too. We haven't arrived by any stretch of the imagination. And so some of our ministries are, are still working on that stuff and that's fine. And as we develop new ministries or you just get better in ministries, we redo those or upgrade those. And so, yeah, they're all going to be different. Yeah. So, so when we talk about now onboarding and, and moving into kind of training and equipping volunteers here at FC, uh, you know, w- it, what else are we doing to yeah. equip volunteers right. uh, here in our, our, our church culture? So now you're moving into the accountability part of the volunteer system because, you know, we all know that once somebody starts, there are potentially going to be issues about how they're performing. And so just because they're a volunteer doesn't mean that they can just show up and, and do whatever they, you know, they want. We still need them to be faithful to their calling, to be faithful to God. We want them to to make sure they're actually doing ministry and doing it the way that is is healthy and, and that we want. And so that accountability uh, is important. And so yeah, let's just, as, as an example, you might have somebody commit, you know, to be on the team and then they don't show up, you know, on Sunday. What do you do? Well, the first thing that we don't want to do is get angry and, and assume that they're just bad people. I think the first thing we want to do, because it's all about relationships, is we want to maybe assume that what's going on? Like maybe something heavy is happening and maybe something that you know, they're really dealing with. And so if they, if they don't let us know and they just flat out don't show up, I mean, that's, that's hardcore. Like usually you'll have a volunteer tell you, you know, hey, I can't come uh, or they don't, you know, they communicate through planning centers, what we use. Um, so usually sometimes that might be on Saturday night, which is terrible <laughs> to find out that, oh, they're not going to be here tomorrow. Uh, but if they don't, or if, if they just, they just don't show up, like, you know, obviously the coach is going to call them. The coach is going to have a conversation with them. That's like step one. The coach will respond within that, that week, that seven day period to say, Hey, what happened? Where were you at? Or, you know, why, why did you, you know, if we didn't find out from an email or whatever, why did you cancel so late? Okay, let's get the story. Let's evaluate the story. Let's see what, what, what happened. Um, and then encourage them, hey, make sure you tell us before Saturday. Hey, make sure if you're going to do this, you can't just not show up. So they have that 
conversation. Then if, if it were to happen again, like they didn't show up or they canceled late or, you know, whatever the situation is. I mean, at that point, now a staff member, the ministry director needs to get involved and, and they're going to have that meeting and, and, and just kind of, why is this happening? What's going on? Let's talk about this. How can we help you? What are you missing? Uh, those kinds of uh, things. And, you know, if it, if something were to happen again, now, you know, you're, you're going to, whoever that person is reporting to, that's going to be a pastor now is going to be stepping into that and, and, and reaching out to that mm-hmm. person as, as like a third step. Right. And then after that step, if, if the person still isn't showing up or still just isn't accomplishing, then, then it's just time to remove that person. But, you know, you don't want to just remove somebody immediately. You really want to dive in. Something's happening. Something's going on. Let's walk with this person. You want to give them a couple of chances um, to really get better, grow through, help them in some way. But at some point, if they're not doing it, you've got to officially say, hey, you know, this isn't the right ministry for you. And you got to let them know that. And that can be hard. That can be tough. But that's what accountability is all about. Yeah, and you want to do that in relationship. Absolutely. Again, going back to never send in the email, never send the text message. And if you're if you're if you're walking the process and you're having these conversations, and I mean that it is only going to serve not only your church but it's going to serve them. Yeah, and and part of that too, you know, we we talk about accountability. You mentioned what are the training? What, what else are we doing to train? Um, so we have that initial basics in every area of our church right now. We are currently working on basics level two and three. So uh, our goal is to have two and three moving and up and running this year um, so that people can get more training at home. Because one of the things the pandemic really taught us is that, hey, we can do more stuff online. It's okay to do that. Let people do it on their own time. When you have an in-person meeting anyway, even before the pandemic, you didn't get 100% attendance anyway because people are just busy. And so uh, for us, we're moving more in that direction. And so moving more in the direction of online training um, and, and, and requiring that basics one, basics two, and then it will be basics three. But then the, the in-person's not going away. Like we still gather uh, for what we call team night and team night are ministry uh, specific areas. And so what we do is we want those specific areas to have those team nights where they're gathering, doing specific training uh, for those areas. And so that might be twice a year that they come mm-hmm. together for their ministry specific area. Uh, to do that training. That's important. And then the other thing that we want to do as an an entire church is what we call team conference. And so that team conference is what we do at the beginning of the year um, in January, just rally everybody together who serves in whatever ministry. I cast some vision. We worship together. You know, we do some fun stuff. We we, uh, appreciate them. That's team conference. And so Team Nights are ministry specific. They gather for training. Team Conference is everybody. And then um, the coaches do what we call leadership tables. And so the coaches are going to get together with their ministry director. And they're usually going to do that at least three to four times a year. So once a quarter. And that's going to be, has lately been on Zoom. 
Um, and, and obviously the reason has been the pandemic, um, but it's been working really good because they do it at night. Usually when the kids go to bed around nine o'clock or, you know, uh, eight 30. And so they, they, they all get on zoom. These, this is a smaller group of people, maybe eight to 10 people. The ministry director is then pouring into the coaches in that quarterly meeting, hearing from them, uh, what, what are issues? How can we get better giving some training and those kinds of things? Yeah, business one hundred and one is is what can we automate, uh, delegate, or eliminate, right? Mm-hmm. And so, for us, basics the the onboarding training. I mean that that can be something that we can automate. Mm-hmm. We're never gonna automate or delegate relationships. Can't do the that. whole process, we're gonna be in that, mm-hmm. and uh, and and then it allows us to kind of move into this last stage, which is appreciation. Yeah, we're gonna constantly be in relationship mm-hmm. so that we can appreciate how are we teaching that here yeah that has to be systematized so that you can make sure that you do it we do it through planning center and so that helps us automate it it gives us reminders and emails and then when we accomplish tasks or when our people accomplish it they're checking that box and then it's showing us that hey they did that and so you know appreciation comes in many different forms and and I think at the you know basic level, you know, thank you cards is, is an important thing. So just handwritten thank you cards uh, from staff, from coaches, saying hey, thank you for what you're doing. Um, a lot of times too, we we give them a uh, you know maybe a, a little gift card you know for this or for that, and so that's in the process. And uh, usually, what we do after that ninety first ninety days of somebody serving is that five dollar gift card to get a donut or get coffee or something like that. Um, just to say, Hey, thanks for, for serving. Um, and then also that phone call from that staff member saying, Hey, thanks for stepping in. How's it going after that 90 days is important. Uh, but every single ministry has this, uh, has their own kind of unique way that they appreciate their people. Cause you know, every ministry is different. Kids ministry is different from media and production, but everybody has that system of where, okay, that card is coming consistently, that phone call is coming consistently, that small gift card is coming, uh, from time to time. And so you want to make sure your people feel appreciated at our team conference, that once a year gathering, that is a night of appreciation for mm-hmm. all of our people. Um, and so for me, it's teaching our staff to, Hey, make sure you guys are appreciating our people and loving on them. And so I'm, I'm pushing and challenging and encouraging them to do that. And then, you know, they have their system to accomplish that. Yeah. I think that's so important. A celebration culture is a great culture to be a part of, right? Celebration culture can be a contagious culture, you know, when it comes to, comes to leadership. And so for for volunteers, we need to be celebrating them. I yeah. Mean, once you pay them, they're no longer, by definition, <laughs> a volunteer. volunteer. Yeah. So so yeah, the gift cards, the thank you notes. Um, and I heard a pastor one time kind of challenge uh, other pastors to to write ten to twenty ways in your context, like you mentioned a moment ago, that you can celebrate your volunteers or mm-hmm. appreciate your volunteers. And, uh, man, I think, I think that's so important because I I think a, a great leader is a, is is a great celebrator, right? He's always looking kind of head up, not just at Mm. where we're going with the mission, but, but man, how, how are we getting there and how are we, how are we keeping the troops with me? 
Well, and that's, I mean, that's a challenge in and of itself, isn't it? Because I mean, when, when you are leading, oftentimes it is head down, running full speed. And so, you know, we do have to be able to, you know, step back and say, man, thank you. I, you know, we yes. truly genuinely appreciate you. And, uh, you know, the pastors that I know, they do appreciate their staff. They do appreciate their volunteers. But so often we're so busy with getting our sermon done. We're so busy with, you know, thinking about the next thing that's happening that, you know, we don't. And so it's just part of, I think, a healthy culture just to be reminded to, to do that and to be thankful uh, towards people. And you probably feel appreciation different than maybe I do, you know, and that's also challenging because everybody kind of has their own way. You know, if I, if I, one of our staff members, if I gave them a gift card to Starbucks, he would vomit because he hates Starbucks coffee. And so, <laughs> you know, you can't just, it's not always a one size fits all. Right. Um, I mean, if I gave you a Krispy Kreme, you know, gift card, you would you would be thankful. I would love it. You would love it. Yeah, for um, sure. My kids if, would love it. Your kids would love it. But if I gave you a gift card to, a, you know, a nice steakhouse, that's next level. It's next level. I would love with a capital L. You that. would love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and, and you know, you just have to know your staff and, and you want your coaches to know your people too. And it goes back to being in relationships. Absolutely. Like you got to know them. Yeah. And that is discipleship. That's when we know our... Our staff is healthy. Our church is healthy. And man, as Christians too, we have the most to celebrate. So yeah. let you know, let's 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 end there, right? We were once dead in our sin, and we're now alive mm. in Christ. Mm. And uh, and even here at the Busy Pastor, we have a lot to appreciate. Um, you know, episode twenty three, and we're thankful for you, mm. uh, Pastor, who's listening and walking with us yeah. in, in this process. And uh, we're celebrating you and encouraging you, equipping you along the way to be busy with the right things. Thank you for listening to the Busy Pastor podcast. As we close today's episode, we want to invite you to do a few things. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Busy Pastor. And secondly, if you liked today's episode, subscribe to the Busy Pastor and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. For more resources, you can join the Busy Pastor community by going to busypastor.org, fill out the form with your email address, and you will get more resources, show notes, and even questions for your team. Next week, we are continuing our conversation on being busy, but being busy leading our team. The Busy Pastor podcast is produced by Andrew Lindstrom, video production Jake Tipton, audio engineer Brian Papik, music by Brandon Sharp, and graphics by Zach Shaddix. See you next week. Until then, let's be busy with the right things.